Yeah. Broken dreams. Broken dreams. Just giving you my story. You know? Hey, hey, hey. Yes, sir. Thank you with the Sip the Tally podcast with Coach E. Uh, shout out to Jay Bruce for that intro music. He's doing my intro and my outro until I um, decide I want to do something different. You know, I'm doing this thing, so I decided to put my family members on. Because, uh, oh, you know, maybe somebody here there that's off his Broken Dreams mixtape. Uh, came out maybe three or four years ago, but that was one of the songs that I really liked, and I decided to put that intro, well, his intro, as my intro. But uh, back here with episode two, Sip the Tally podcast. Um, this episode is, I want to talk about my love-hate relationship with the game of baseball. I just started coaching baseball again here in Lincoln. And um, well, I'll give a little background about my situation with baseball. I played baseball for four years, four years of high school baseball in my hometown. Uh, Four-year letterman. Uh, I feel like I was one of the better players from the high school at the time. And, um, you know, played a little juco ball uh, at Colin. I uh, really enjoyed the time there. Met some um, some really cool people. Uh, my roommate uh, was from New Orleans, Hanville, with high school he went to. He went on to play at Jackson State, but um, we're still good friends today. And you know that's that's one of the the, the that's one of the good relationships I got out of going to JUCO. Uh, me and that guy still good. You know we keep in touch from time to time, and you know that's my room dog. We still call each other room dog to this day. Matter of fact, I think he sent me something on um, Instagram saying, I see your room dog. But um, again, played four years of high school baseball. Uh, at the time, the Indians were good, which is my team. Um, you know, they had Man Ram, App, Joy Bell, all those guys. And so I just was, I was totally, totally, totally in love with the game of baseball. Would come home and watch it. Um, back then, we got all the Braves games there. So pretty much you watching the Braves except for on Saturday, maybe you'll get to see your team or whatnot. Um, so what the internet wasn't there, so you kind of had to watch what was on TV, and hopefully you get a glimpse of your team on Sports Center that night. Uh, I think baseball tonight maybe had just started, and um, that was what we had to rely on and try to get a glimpse of our baseball team. And pretty much everybody from my area was Braves fans because that's who was on TV. But again, this is sort of like the year is 1995, and I'm I'm in love with baseball. I love love everything about it. Uh, love hitting, love fielding, love all the aspects of the game. Stealing bases was my thing, and just trying to rattle pitches and get on their nerves. But at that time, again, love the game. So uh, after I finished playing my year and uh, year and a half, uh, two years at Colin, you know, I went to the real world, and um, you know, didn't play in the baseball, just kind of lounged around, you know, hooped a little bit, you know, recreational-wise and watched football, and football kind of took over that that love I had for baseball. Um, so I met a few guys when I was living in Brookhaven, and they got me involved in uh, softball. You know, grown man softball on the hand, that, that good stuff. The weekend softball, it was fun. Uh, so we did that, and at this time, I my love, you know, really hadn't gone anywhere, so I really enjoyed going out there with those guys. And the intensity that I had as a baseball player, I brought it to softball, which was good and bad because it's a recreational sport. You know, you know, you don't win much if you win games. But I couldn't transfer that mentality to recreational fun softball from competitive baseball. But that's just me because I don't like to lose anything. So, you know, that time came, came and went. 
maybe six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, and you know, just playing that from time to time. And the older I got, it it faded away. Uh, keep in mind, the same time I'm playing softball, the Indians start sucking, <laughs> and so my love for watching baseball, as far as playing it, starts to fade right along with it. So you know, fast forward to I start coaching and maybe coaching football, maybe '04 back home. And football just dominated my time. I, you know, I like baseball, like watching, you know, kids play it. But as far as watching a game on TV or even watching a whole game of high school ball, if unless I had an interest like a family member or something playing, I couldn't stand and do it. Like I would see baseball on TV, change the channel. Um, by this time, the MLB network was coming out, and I felt like that was a waste of a channel on my direct TV guy. But, um, you know, it was what it was, and I just, I really couldn't stand the sight of baseball because I had, I loved it for so long, and the game itself had got kind of watered down, especially with when they went through the whole steroid phase, and they called itself cleaning it up and doing all that stuff. I remember, I think it was the late nineties. Uh, yeah, the late nineties, early two thousands, when they had that big home run chase with Barry and Sammy and Mark McGuire. I don't think baseball was any more popular at that time. And I loved it at the time, too, because I'm not a fan of the Cubs or the A's or the Cardinals, but I enjoyed seeing Sosa and McGuire, you know, hit those home runs and celebrate with each other and that camaraderie ship, and that they just made the game exciting. And then when Barry went on his chase for, what, 72, I think, I'm not a Giants fan, but I love Barry Bones. And I still to this day think, you know, even though if he was juicing or not, I don't know don't really matter. Juicing don't help your hand-eye coordination. And he was one of the better players in the game before that, before his body changed. So, you know, that's my opinion, whatever. Let him in the Hall of Fame. He need to be there, especially letting some of these other guys in. But back to me not really loving the game of baseball. So um, I go to Columbus and really still don't really care for the game. I kind of faded away from playing softball. I play every now and then in the rec league, you know, just to basically to get out the house and do something because I didn't go very many places in Columbus and so I played up there one summer to just to have something to do and um, yeah, still not loving the game so now I moved to Columbus I'm sorry not to Columbus I moved to, to Tallahassee and here at Lincoln and so in one of my classes I had about seven baseball players and once I found and, and my, the teacher next door to me that basically got hired the same year I did, was the baseball coach. So I had the baseball coach next door to me. I had about seven of his players in one class. And when I found they were baseball players, you know, we started to gradually have conversation about baseball. And so, you know, the season went on, the football season went on, and them guys would talk about the game a little bit. Then I'd hear them talking about their fall ball games uh, during the fall season. And so, um, you know, I started engaging the conversation with them. And, you know, talking a little baseball and telling them I'd come see them and, you know, things of that nature. And really, I'm just shooting the stuff. You know, really don't have much intention to go out there. But the more, the closer I got with their coach and the more conversations we had, I said, well, I'm going to go out, you know, see what, see what these guys are about. And so, um, you know, roll around baseball season comes. It's maybe about this time last year, you know, I go to a couple games and, you know, I didn't build a relationship with the kids and, you know, I told them I want to come see them and at this point, I'm genuinely having interest in what they're doing, 
know, on the field and whatnot because I want to see them play because they seem like a good group of guys and pretty good at baseball from what I hear because they had, um, uh, I think the ace at Florida was from the high school and maybe one of the better um, daily players at, I'm sorry, the ace from Florida State went from came to the high school and that one of the better players, uh, I think an infielder, at Florida went to the high school so they had a tradition for you know putting out pretty decent baseball players so I went to a couple games and no I went to one game to start off with and I think they lost whatever but just the the excitement that being at that game and kind of feeling like okay I can see some real baseball you know they're going to make for the most part they're going to make the routine plays they're going to, you know, every play they should make, for the most part, they're going to make it. They're going to hit the ball the other way. They're going to, you know, pounce on fastballs down the middle. You know, they're going to hit spots as pitchers. And so that kind of piqued my interest because, oh, I forgot to tell you, I did try coaching baseball one year in Natchez. Didn't work. And, you know, for reasons that I don't care to go in because I'm just that not, not that type of guy, it just didn't work. Uh, so back to Tallahassee. They, it, it just rekindled. It was the baseball I was used to when I played, if so to speak. I was used to shortstop making routine plays, um, pitchers hitting spots, and not just have, not just trying to throw strikes, but they're, you know, throwing it low and away, wasting pitches, uh, doing different things to get batters out instead of just trying to throw strikes and just hoping and praying at those strikes. So, uh, so that game, I think they lost, but they faced a pretty good team or whatnot and um, so they you know we had conversation the next day in class and I talked to the coach the very next day and we had conversation about it and so really my interest was peaked and again let me go back uh, when coach found out that I played a little baseball in college he asked me to coach with him but at the time I just didn't want to take that time away from home and so I didn't really know how much uh, free time I would have but and I, and I said I declined at the time so, um, but anyway, let's go back to the season. So maybe week four or five in the season, and I'm starting to come to more games, having more conversation with the kids, having more conversation with the players. And lo and behold, guess who starts to be good again? The Indians. So now I'm watching baseball on TV, and I'm watching baseball at school, and I'm following it on my phone. And, you know, any kind of way I can get coverage for the Indians, I'm trying to get it. And so now that love for the TV baseball has came back and I'm starting to get this itch about being around good baseball where I work. So let's say maybe late March rolls around and the kids that are in my class start to put it together on the baseball field. Uh, Long story short, they reel off 19 straight victories. I don't know if it's 19 straight regular season victories, but 19 straight regular uh, or, or victories, period. Those guys um, actually won a state championship last year. You know, they have a kid that actually signed with Florida State, and I got to see him pitch Sunday, uh, his first start he won. Um, and that kind of got me like, man, I really do miss this thing. I don't know how much I, I'm still not revealing how much I missed it, but I just I really missed it, and I, I want to do something, in, you know, you know, with these guys. And so, uh, coach again asked me if I want to coach again. Uh, I said yes this time, and so now I'm I'm nervous about coaching these guys 
because some of these guys that I'm about to coach, keep in mind I'm coaching freshmen, freshmen are at the same skill level, if not better, than some of the guys I coached back in the day. Now, so I'm nervous, 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 nervous about, you know, the drills I'm going to do and things I'm going to teach them and stuff like that. Well, first couple of days rolled around and I, you know, I, I don't say much. I just, I let the other guys take control and I, you know, drop a note or two here and there. And I, I you know, just trying to figure out the routine and how to interact with these kids and, and whatnot. So the second week rolls around and I have them on my own. And so I'm thinking, okay, well, how's my first day going to be? Again, I'm still nervous. Still nervous. How my game's going to be? I mean, how my practice is going to be? How they going to respond to me? You know, different things like that. I mean, different things you think of as a coach. But once we got out there, all that baseball that I thought I forgot started to roll back in. All those things that we did when we were in high school that we uh, – hate it, even though it helped us out, came back. All those Gil Morris and Buddy Wade uh, quotes and drills and smart elegness start to fall out of me. So, you know, and if you know me, I'm pretty well versed in sarcasm. Put that on top of, um, put that sarcasm on top of uh, Buddy Wade and Gil Morris. Those were the two <laughs> most sarcastic people that I've ever met, but good baseball coaches. Um, and all those things that they taught me as a baseball player and all the stuff I learned from Coach Case also, even though I was only around him for two years, that stuff started to come back out. And those nerves that I thought I was going to have or thought that I had went away within the first probably 15 minutes of practice. Um, all the drills and whatnot that we used to do that I felt like made us better I've implemented and those guys have taken to them uh, even stuff that you know I've learned from the coaches out there because you know from going a good maybe 10 years or 8 years without coaching baseball you tend to forget some stuff like I probably won't forget any wide receiver drills because I do it every year but uh, 8 to 10 year lapse in coaching you forget a lot of stuff if you don't do anything for that amount of time you'll start to forget it but just thinking back on my time as a baseball player and my time coaching, the way you play the game or the way you will coach the game, if you turn your, if you in turn start to be a coach, all those things that you hated or that you thought you maybe forgot, those things will will sit there and come back out. They they manifest themselves and you in turn probably become the guys that coached you if you respected them. And I respected those guys that coached me. And the reason I say that because some some players or some kids didn't respect their coach and they want to be the opposite of what that guy was. That maybe they had a hard coach or maybe, you know, just whatever the situation was, they try to be the opposite. But I respected the two guys that coached me in high school and the guy that coached me uh, in JUCO. And, and the stuff that they taught me, I'm trying to implement into these guys. Uh, I think let's, I'm going to speak on those three guys for real quick. I think Buddy Wade made me a better player. Um, gave me 
work ethic taught me work ethic as for you know from a baseball standpoint uh, as far as repetition 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 uh, Coach Morris was more of a he was more of a pitcher's guy and you know he he helped us um, you know us I, I played outfield he helped us position players you know it's a good deal but I think he helped me more become a a man uh, a, a better young young man at the time than a baseball player which I respect him a lot more for that um, As and then talking about Coach Case Coach Case really made me well not made me helped me become a, a better man a better young man a better individual because even when I stopped playing for him he would still call he would still check on me he would still make sure I was doing the right things and and not just, you know, being nilly-willy with my life or whatnot. Made sure I was still on the right path. Um, even when I got back in school some years later at USM, he still was checking on me. Still was checking on me. But now he's moved on to uh, school in Texas, and, you know, we don't stay in contact as much. But some of the things he did for me when we were in contact with, I- I'll never forget, and I appreciate him for that. But um, as far as the, my love for the game, it is uh, totally 100% back. I'm having a blast out there with those kids, um, learning stuff every day, uh, implementing stuff with them every day. Just the the same love I have for football, I, I really have restored it for the game of baseball. In the game of baseball, you really have to love it because the regular person watching a baseball game is probably boring to them. They don't understand what's going on. They just, just they wonder why we love the game like that. But uh, it's. It's just, it's fun. You can't really describe it. Then the last, I'm going to leave you with saying that I finally got a chance to go to a major league game. Everybody was telling me, you got to go to a game. It's, it's when, when I was hating the game, you got to go to a game. I'm telling you, it's more fun to be at the game than to watch it on TV. And I'm like, yeah, right, whatever, whatever, whatever. Well, again, the Indians are good or were good last year and hoping to be good this year. And I went to Tampa to see them play. I got to see uh, their ace pitch. Which in itself was it's a win-win for me because I get to see the Indians and I get to see the Aces. So went to the game in Tampa, loved it. And everybody that told me you got to experience the game live, they were exactly right. Yeah, you got to eat the food, you got to maybe have a beer. Just you got to experience being at a major league park and and enjoying it. And I, as much fun as I had, the people that I talked to told me that Tampa's park. Is is on the the low end of good major league baseball parks, and so if, if you can go to Wrigley or if you can go to Yankee Stadium, all the other parks, and have more fun and have a better experience than what I did at in Tampa, I'm really excited about a chance to get to some to go to some of these other parks, and hopefully I'll get a chance to go to Atlanta soon because it's uh, probably the closest other than Tampa. Um, yeah, I want to close this out. So I've been rambling for a minute, almost 20 minutes here, and I'm trying to keep my podcast right around that time. Um, again, this is episode two of the Sip the Tatted Podcast. It's Coach Evans here. You know, uh, any ideas you want to hear about the show, any uh, constructive criticism you want to give and whatnot, uh, I'm open to all that. Uh, anybody locally you may want to get on the show or for me to interview, I'm going to try to get those... Uh, the, the basketball coaches here soon if I not just the assistants because our girls are leaving to go to state tomorrow and I think our boys are hosting a game Friday with the chance to go to state so hopefully I can get um, some of those guys in here and I definitely want to get Coach Yomas in here to talk about 
uh, girls flag football. But again, this is the Sip Detective Podcast and all the stuff that we talked about. If you want to leave comments or you want to critique me or whatnot, my uh, handle on social media on Twitter is Coach Evans9. Uh, I'd be willing to listen to you, talk to you, uh, get some guys, some local guys on the show. Uh, I'm open to feedback, open to suggestions. Uh, again, it's the Sip Detective Podcast. Coach Evans, I'm out. See you next week. Even though I ended the show before I really wanted to, well, not really I wanted to, but I just had a thought after I ended the show. Um, my love for baseball, I, I had a guy that played with me um, in high school, and, you know, he has recently, you know, came across some tough times with his body, and I just want to let him know that uh, we definitely, I, I personally definitely am praying for you, wishing for a speedy recovery, because, um, you know, me and that guy been through a lot of stuff, you know, playing baseball, we played from the age of uh, maybe six up until 18. Uh, it's to the point where I was hurt when he decided to go to another college to play baseball. But uh, that's my guy, 2-9. You know, if you get a chance to hear this, uh, I definitely send it to you and let you know that I'm thinking about you. You know, I'm praying for you, and I, I hope you get well soon. Uh, you know, you know, keep it easy, 2-9. You know, you're always going to be in my prayers, and you're always my, my shortstop. I'll let you later. Name money music. Yeah, yeah, Broken dreams. Broken dreams. Just giving you my story. You know? Yes, sir.